I got vaccinated. Dear reader, I'm just recovering from self-induced dose of AZ flu. It really wasn't that nice, but it certainly wasn't that bad. I realise now how much I value my rude good health and how the slightest dip can really illustrate how great my health has been in general. I gave up drinking about 18 months ago. Don't get me wrong, I'd given up a heavy consumption of alcohol quite a few years ago, but still occasionally tied one on. When my colleague said to me that AZ flu was like a bad hangover, I now see what he means. Like a shockingly bad hangover, I'd say. Regular readers know my stance on the COVID vaccine. You'll know that I decided not to have it until it became impossible to avoid. As spring arrived, so did my invitation to be inoculated. I refused to a bewildered surgery receptionist who couldn't get her head round why I might be declining her delicious offer. The speculation about COVID passports started to build the pressure on me. I owe my lovely wife a holiday. In point of fact, not just a holiday, almost a pilgrimage for her. We'd been planning it. We were just about off when COVID set in. I certainly do not want to be the barrier to entry to that trip. Proving what a wonderful husband I must be simultaneously. To be fair, she was clear. Don't do this on my behalf. But all men know when a lady says that, she means the opposite. Doesn't she? It's so confusing. I work with potentially vulnerable students on a daily basis. I think to give them confidence to attend my classes that I also have to present myself as a safe person to work with. Yet another good reason for the change of heart. A final nudge came from my son, who is a, an upstanding moral member of the community, who presented it as his civic duty. I felt very proud of him for taking that stand, so decided that if it was good enough for him, then it should be a good enough stand for me too. To be fair, his won't be, he won't be off of the jab till late this year. He'd better not back out of it. Everything is chi. It's my true belief that anything can be changed to benefit oneself. On this occasion, I decided that the effects of the AstraZeneca vaccine would be exceptionally light, that my immunity would become paramount and there would be no long-lasting side effects. And this is generally what everybody has reported anyway. There have been various rumours of blood clots and massive immune reactions. I'm a great believer that if you enter into a project with a negative mindset, then you can expect to reap the worst possible results. Therefore, it was my choice to imagine that they were injecting pure sunshine into my veins and that my body would benefit from it hugely. Uh, my body didn't get the message entirely. I was injected Saturday night. I worked all day Sunday with no ill effects. Late Sunday night, my temperature went up a degree. Monday at 4am, I woke up feeling a bit cold, so I had a pleasant bath. Monday had been set aside as a duvet day. Fortunately, there was a huge quantity of rugby recorded, and they certainly weren't going to watch themselves. Today, as I write, Tuesday, 
life is once against normal. I've become exceptionally sensitive to the ins and outs of my body through the years of study of Chinese medicine and listening inside. I really experience the immune system in full swing. In Chinese medicine, the spleen is part of the immune. Well, this makes sense, seeing that we have so much bacteria in our guts and the gut is one of the front lines of pathogens coming into your system. This aspect, spleen stomach, was totally thrown off for me. My regular digestive system took a huge spin. My sleep went wonky. My ability to control sweating was overrun. Do you know the reason that you feel so tired is that flu attacks the genetic structure of your musculature? I ended up with several pulled muscles just from watching TV. The aching joints... It's your white blood cells amassing in the lymph system, ready for launching the counterattack. Don't get me wrong, this is a fierce invasion. If your immune system is generally strong, I don't anticipate any issues for you. I'm very boring these days. I glug super greens. I ensure my vitamin C and D levels are high. I really don't ingest many toxins into my body. Green tea and chocolate notwithstanding. I exercise well and frequently and look after my mental hygiene assiduously. If you've been through chemotherapy or are recovering from surgery, then this becomes a very different question. It's a pretty double-edged sword. Take the short, sharp wrap over the knuckles or the full beating later. What does getting properly infected with COVID coronavirus look like? if you're in recovery or you're ill. We've seen some pretty graphic illustrations in the news. Strangely, I'm erring on the side of vaccination. I think that giving yourself a controlled, sharp shock would be better than having it take you down at some future date for a full bout. Having gone on Brazil, gone to Brazil on holiday about 15 years ago to visit my lovely wife, then fiancé, I was bushwhacked by an astonishing flu, probably about the H1N times, that knocked me sideways for about a week of my precious holiday. I think this made me think again about getting the jab this time. I don't ever want to lose precious holiday like that again. Life is all about a series of choices. Do you want to roll the dice now or later? I decided to take an online test to see if the nasty bout of flu I'd had in 2019 had actually been COVID. Sadly, the test didn't detect the presence of the required markers. I think the tests are so basic, they only look for one short-term marker. One that goes, after away, goes away after a while, but leaves behind a much more complex set of memories of how to deal with the invaders. It was my belief that I was immune, but clearly I had no way to prove it, so off I trotted. Now, the cat and I are the only two in the household who've been chipped. If you watch the second Kingsmen film, there's just such a plot that eventually some sinister power, most likely our governments, would essentially just switch us all off. 
Interestingly, a wise and connected friend of mine said, I don't feel the vaccine is dangerous yet. It felt like a telling comment. The wonderful humanitarian effort to save all our lives. The massaging of the figures to justify the vast movement of public money into private sector pockets. No doubt the, mini the media will manipulate us, which of course is owned by the same people, and keep publishing all this fake news until we believe that our lovely, kind governments really do only have our health in mind. Then the spectre, and I don't use the word spectre lightly, Bond fans, of vaccination being weaponized to control the population becomes more real. The argument is simple. I am a good citizen. I don't want your illness. I don't want you to travel with me. I don't want you to shop with me, to even talk to me, unless you've been chipped. Bad citizens will lose entitlements to all sorts of liberties. Control by vaccine. Soon your mobile phone will alert you if you're approaching somebody who's not been chipped by the latest vaccine. Airport, railway, bus station scanners will let everybody know if you've kept your jabs up to date. When it's seen as a civic duty and not a device of population control, then it'll be easy to flood the world every through few years with a new weaponized strain of flu the most effective delivery system known to man. The people in power that can then roll out the latest antivirus software, oh, sorry, vaccine, with whatever new mods they like. The Chinese are rather heavy-handedly rolling out social credit systems. If you're a very bad person, you lose the ability to travel overseas, then the ability to travel locally, to get a loan, etc, etc. Our system is more sophisticated, but a better disguised version of that. People laugh at the idea that Bill Gates is behind it all. So do I too. I don't think that one person could orchestrate such a thing. But I do believe that these people meet regularly on the social circuit, are constantly relied upon as blue sky thinkers and policy drivers. I think their kids go to school together, I think they all holiday in the same places and they use the same clubs. Perhaps to suggest a secret society like the Bilderberg Club is running it all is daft. But when you are all thinking the same way, telling each other the same stories, it's a short step to using your billions for a simulation just to see where things go and what potential there might be for some sort of change. Who knows where it might lead and what profits could be made. The secret societies running these kind of things, they're called your government. The Chinese, the Russians, American governments, have had an astonishing, enormous and devious plans running in the background for years. I didn't mention the UK and European governments just because they're smaller and have less staff, but don't think that they haven't got their own seriously dangerous and nasty little programmes running too. 
Down the road from me is Porton Down, the biological research arm of the UK government. These are the lovely folks that brought us such gems as mustard gas, chlorine gas, tear gas, nerve gas. Do I think I've got a robot nanochip swimming in my blood, sending my whereabouts to Bill Gates right now? No. Do I think this was an experiment to change my DNA? No. mRNA can't damage DNA. It's a different system and process. Do I think it sets a dangerous precedent for the future? Yes, I do. 100%. Do I think nanobots will be an inevitable additive to the forthcoming vaccinations? Yes, I do. 100%. I think in due course, geographical lines are going to be redrawn again. Just as Switzerland, Ireland, Portugal and Sweden remain neutral during World War II. I think if you want people to stop tampering with your body, you'll have to find countries who are prepared to make a stand and take you in. New Zealand, I have my eye on you. The more we watch Hollywood churning out films about half man and half machine, the more our children accept that this will be the future. The real truth is, if you look after this amazing body, then it looks after you. You don't need to compromise your health in the first place. Nobody asked you to drink, smoke or stuff yourself full of sugar. Nobody asked you to stress yourself up to the eyeballs. The choice is always yours. If you stay fit and well, then a few bad days a year all you need expect. And depending on where you live, that might only be every 10 years. Choose health, not nanobots. Choose health, not population control by vaccine. Science, I want you to develop me a sophisticated test based on hundreds of markers that score my immune system. If I can keep my immune above a certain level, with no government help or cost, then I become the new model citizen. I get access to great travel and great resources, which the ill people don't. Time to turn things around, carrot and stick, not hammer and syringe. Healthy people of the world unite. I want my passport to show that my immune is welcome in any country of the world. A good immunity passport, not a vaccination passport. Now that's the future that I really desire.